Hey y'all, it's your host Matt Morgan on the Iceberg Podcast. Hi, Bergy Bits. Um, that's why I call y'all. Y'all are my Bergy Bits for however long that's gonna be. <laughs> um, and welcome to the first week in the Iceberg Podcast. I'm so glad that I am doing this, moving out, breaking my show. Um, like I said in the beginning, um, I love animation. I've loved it for a while. I'm happy for animation to be a part of it. And I just wanted to do this podcast to talk, to be with all of you, and get some insights about animation and the characters. Mainly the characters, because I think that's always the most important part um, in any animation because that's what gets you close that's who you talk to that's why you're like why are you doing this why are you getting me so antsy or like please i love this character fall in love or yes you did this you won you are the hokage you are the wizard king you confessed you graduated like everything you're cheering and you meet so many new friends through animation and that's why I'm doing this and we're starting it out in week one and I wanted to start this out with a black woman because you know I'm a black woman (laughs) so you gotta do this um so I'm gonna start it off with a character that honestly made me upset with her for months clearly months I always look back at this moment. I'm like, girl, what is wrong with you? And I don't want to keep you in ex. What is that word? Anticipation. I think I was going for another one, but that works as well, too. <laughs> um, so the character I'm talking about is Amber Barnett. Let's give it up for her. Amber Barnett, Amber Barnett. And I know y'all be like, who's Amber Barnett? Is Amber Barnett from Invincible. Um, is featuring now at this date, which is I'm recording this. It's in January 2022. On Amazon Prime. You should go check it out. You'll be thrilled at this show. It is a adult animation superhero show and it um start uh stars mark grayson a i would say asian alien superheroes um who is a teenager who gets his superpowers around 18 and finally is in the superhero world kind of where there's multiple superheroes it's like a occupation and finally gets to do what his dad does because he is an alien from out of outer space and he came here to earth to talk about um i said talk about to rescue and actually um fight for justice on earth um there's a lot more to it than it meets the surface in this 
so i really hope that you go watch it the whole first season um it, it will surprise you it will shock you um just the first episode alone will shock you i highly recommend you go watch it and the people who heard amber barnett and just seethed with anger um who didn't clap by just hearing her name uh i'm gonna tell you why and the reason why is because amber marnett is the first girlfriend that is featured in invincible of mark grayson and for amber barnett i can't go over it um amber barnett is a very in that anime in the animation um show she is a very strong willed never backing down type of black woman high school student where in the first um meet uh, the, the audience first meet of her is that she's kind of walking away from this type of bully and mark tries to step up to him and try to save her to see is he the superhero um and it also sets the tone for mark grayson because he he gets his ass like handed to him a little bit (laughs) a little bit just a little bit and then um amber comes from back and just hits him where men don't want to be hit honestly men women don't want to be hit there either trust me um um the bully and then she pretty much is showing the audience and Mark and everyone who's watching her that she can take care of herself. She doesn't need a superhero. Um, but it doesn't stop her throughout the episode and the season from getting interested in Mark, getting interested in Mark, and um, eventually dating him and being with him throughout the season and as mark learns to be a superhero (laughs) learns to be a superhero he fumbles the bag with her a lot and as we're going with amber barnett in this case the reason why uh, some may see by hearing her name um it's because she broke up with mark um in a pivotal moment where we as the audience just assume like hey you're gonna like hey he told you the truth he's a superhero like that's why he couldn't be there for you all the time so we're just assuming once he says it she may be a pissed off for a couple of weeks or something like that or she just will say oh why didn't you tell me and then like they get together like every single other type of um movie or superhero movie in some aspect you will get the girl eventually you know um but that didn't happen that didn't happen she said okay i knew for months that you were invincible i knew for months and invincible is his superhero name so yes it's the show is named after him shocker um i knew for months that you were invincible and right now like i don't care you haven't been there for me you haven't done anything for me it's like 
you're not here so there's no reason to be with you and i understand most of us at this point are thinking uh because the screenwriters did their job in this sense of making us care a lot about mark grayson and his role as invincible so everyone maybe not everyone but i'm thinking a exaggerated 90 percent of us are thinking are you insane <laughs> you and you know fill in the blank uh and i am right there with you for like eight months i'm thinking this lady she cannot be serious like no there's no there is no beeping way this lady just broke up with him and just left him drying and the, like sis are you crazy that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking like she is crazy she has no flipping idea who he is how much we cared for him this man got got knocked the beep out of him countless of times because this is adult animation there's actual a lot of blood a lot of boom bam boom to him a lot of time so we're thinking man ma'am you i i just I think you just don't know who this man is because we would have forgave him. We would have done this. And it's like they made her like the minor antagonist because lady, you out of your dang mind. Look at how much work he's putting in. It just made her seem so unreasonable. So unreasonable. So I'm catching you up for the people who do not know who Amber Barnett is. That's who she is. A strong will, don't need no man, will break up with you if you're not attentive. Um, kind of woman who is smart, who does what she can. And I kind of want to just start with her because I still believe all those things about Amber Barnett. Even if everyone's out there like, ah, uh, we don't like her, we don't care for her, boop de bop boop boop. And for for doing my man mark grayson wrong trust me i'm i'm mad i i have my eight months and i'm like i'm fine with it and at the end of the day i want to talk about this decision that she made and for all of you what i'm about to talk about maybe it will never change your mind of was she in the right of breaking up with um mark grayson and I do want to hear your opinions about this, y'all. Like, how do y'all think about it in any sense of time? Because, sis, sis, ma'am, sir, I, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say sometimes. But, like, Amber Barnett, I believe she made the right choice. And I'm going to tell you the pros and cons of Amber Barnett. First, I want to give a little bit backstory of Amber Barnett. She in the animation is known as this uh, strong-willed black woman, but I'm gonna tell you they kind of they kind of pulled an MJ on us, y'all. They kind of pulled an MJ on us. She is the Michelle Jones of Mary Jane. Okay, she is not originally a black woman. The original. Amber Barnett from the comics is a blonde white woman and how it goes for them and Mark Grayson Amber, Mar Amber Barnett and Mark Grayson is they date they have this kind of the same issues 
that the Amber Barnett has in the animation. But they get through it, and until like college, do they actually break up um, for reasonable things? And kind of the same situation with the Amber Barnett here. It's just how it built up for Amber Barnett and the animation made her look like a total beep, you know? And I just wanted to say in the comics, Amber Barnett is like docile, um, really more forgiving, um... I don't want to say naive because she makes kind of like the same decisions one of us could have had but she's I, she's not she's not Amber Barnett in the animation so she's doing this and I'm thinking you can think of this as a situation where I blame the screenwriters <laughs> They wanted to add diversity and we're always, always looking for more diversity in animation. But this is the problem where I'm going to see for at least a couple, maybe a few years with a lot of animation that they're going to pull a MJ where they take this white character and they establish them in a different BIPOC type of way to emphasize what we're going to do and how we're going to make this work for this character and change them up a bit for animation purposes. And I know it's not always going to work. It's it's not always going to work. And Amber Barnett has... Uh, is one of those reasons where she's turned into you don't like her for most of us some of us we understand we still love her and we're thinking no and yeah and people are going I've seen like oh you're the hard R if you don't like Amber Barnett and stuff like that and I'm like I don't think you're the hard R people I think you succumb to what the screenwriters wrote about Amber Barnett. It didn't look good. It didn't look good how they wrote it out, how it happened. It just didn't look a good look for her. And she came off as a B. She came off as unreasonable, exaggerating, why listen to her? And that's a lot of things that are associated with black women that I don't like happening happening to us so I feel like that's why I don't blame Amber Barnett animated Barnett um, the one that I've come to know and love uh, for how she acted and how she broke up with Mark Grayson because honestly it's the screenwriters how they handled it that being said, oh, that's not an excuse, that some of you can still argue. And I'm not done pleading my case. Hold up, hold up, okay, hold on, okay. Let's go back into the animated world of Amber Barnett. How we see Amber Barnett and in the world we're accustomed to, because we understand this is Earth, but... This is not the earth we see it. There are superheroes, not your 
regular fighter fighters and policemen they're there too but we have superheroes and if you haven't seen invincible superheroes there's like plenty i think there's uh uh where they're talking about multiple going down the list of superheroes and superhero groups like there's a bunch of teams there's a bunch of superheroes in this area on earth that everyone knows about so it's not uncommon to have superheroes in comics in um animation usually until recently with marvel with the avengers and the justice justice league they would have their own city their own town their own area or even areas that they don't even talk about each other where they're in charge of being the only superhero the only responsible person who can save the problems and destructions uh happening in the town from tyranny and villains but in this world we see superheroes all all the freaking time like we see them everywhere and there's even like a star team (laughs) y'all really need to watch the first episode that we see who's like helping everyone so this man came into the gang came into the skin of things um like he's not the only superhero I want to state that case. And you're wondering, why is this connect? I'm going to come back to that. I'm going to come back to that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I want y'all to understand that Mark Grayson, throughout the entire season one, in my opinion, he's not good. (laughs) He's not good at his job, and that's okay. I also like the realism coming into the skin of things with these superheroes. Like, he's not good. He failed a lot. <laughs> he he got the crap knocked out of this man. <laughs> I just want to say that. He got it knocked out of him. I don't know what to tell you. I... <laughs> Every time I think of Mark Grayson, I was like, Invincible, sir. You're not invincible. <laughs> you're not that dude. You're not you're not that guy, sir. You're not that guy. Like, you are not the one we're gonna be calling for. We're gonna be calling for Omni Man. <laughs> Omni Man in quotation marks, if anything, which is his dad who's the alien who came from Earth. Uh who who's the actual badass superhero for the most part (laughs) um and all these other superheroes who've had their skin in the game for a long time he's not the only one he's probably like three months in like he's not fresh into this like no he's fresh into this like he's not good as a superhero like he's learning from his dad he's trying to do things and even the things that he tries to do by himself and he's trying to make decisions by himself you really get to love him and care for his humanity and thinking of the good of people but his choices man like he always get he's always like the butt of the joke to me like sir like if you saw the meme going around that's him on the ground getting crushed by this Omni-Man. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, Like, sir, you suck. (laughs) 
you suck um but you can even see like in the last few uh, minutes of of it he is very human even though he's half alien he's very human to himself and he has a lot of morality um what i mean by human is a lot of morality um in his itself of what's good and bad and right and wrong and what's just good when he thinks of others and not of his selfish tendencies but Lex understand he's not good so when you're talking about an area of like hey when we're arguing from the standpoint of like hey he has all this responsibility on his shoulders he doesn't really have a lot of responsibility on his shoulders and I'm saying this as in if he's gone tomorrow there are other superheroes who can help I think we kind of get in the sense of if you go through back in the uh, episodes I think there was that one college campus visit they did he he was the only one nearby kind of but someone would have came to help he did that because like he's a superhero it would wouldn't make sense if he just sit still and let other people's handle it he decided like hey i'm gonna take responsibility that's another thing we love he's a very responsible person but honestly i was thinking in the back of my mind as i was watching it like other people are gonna come to help and yes it ended badly but he also like it also showed that he sucked you know you <laughs> it's okay and i'm like uh and i don't want y'all to take offense to this like i'm like oh she really don't like this invincible guy i do i love him that's why i'm always saying go watch it it's amazing <laughs> it's amazing i love it wholeheartedly do i love this um and you just kind of fall in love with this guy um but sir no it's 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 just like he's not good he's not as capable as the other superheroes in the show so him so that kind of responsibility thing of putting on his shoulders and everything trying to do good it makes sense but like you have time to be like hey let me be with you let me uh try to take charge and kind of make time for you you're not the only one so you going like fast paced trying to do this all by your own it's not a good look to me because hey there are plenty of people trying to do this, trying to balance the responsibility. You got to kind of figure it out. You need to find your time management because there are multiple superheroes doing the same job you are doing. You're not special in that sense. Like there's a whole group, a whole bunch. Like they had trials. <laughs> they, they have superheroes. Like, come on so him saying like hey i have all this on his shoulders and y'all are like backing him up like hey you shouldn't have broken up with him i'm like that's not a good reason because honestly that it falters like he's not the only superhero who's doing this who's not good at this um 
Another standpoint I kind of want to add on to it. He's not really good at hiding. Like, like she said, it would be kind of impossible. I'm surprised that his best friend didn't know. Uh, his friend got to have to kind of have to tell, uh, Mark had to tell his best friend. I was like, sir, you should piece that stuff together. Maybe because he was always weird. I don't know. Maybe he thought something happening with his dad because his dad is a superhero too. So he's like, oh, I'm going to put it under the uh, carpet of like, he's just being weird. But Amber Barnett like put two and two together. That's my girl. Like, we smart like that. I just want to put it like that. A black woman, I smile like that. You ain't going to hide much for us <laughs> for that long. Um, I also want to say with Amber Barnett... With Amber Barnett, going back to her standpoint, you have to think of it like this. In this world where there are a bunch of superheroes, you're not the best superhero. And she's countlessly made time and allowed you make mistakes after mistakes. You're not there for her. It's like you're not ver being very reasonable. We're all thinking, hey, like, why did you do that? Why did you break up with him? Is because the screenwriters did their job of making us care so much about uh, about him. But honestly, from if you step back, she did nothing wrong. Like, hey, I'm gonna break up with you because you're never there, dude. Like, we plan events, we do this and do does that, but you're never there. And you s now you're telling me, oh, I'm a superhero. Like, dude, you're. You're, but that also just makes you a liar you never told me the truth there are plenty of people i also want to say this standpoint for the people who haven't watched the show there is another wonderful girl who you know is going to be a love interest later on adam eve but she has a boyfriend who cheated on her <laughs> in uh in this season so she's not a love interest but you can tell season two season three she's in there um uh, who everyone knows who she is. And even in the first episode, you can see she's kind of treated like a celebrity by her um, her classmates in high school because you know one of her identities. So you can hide your uh, identity or people can know who you are. Like it's not big uh, about hiding your secret. So she's over here like, hey, there's Adam Eve. There's a girl who everyone knows. Why are you hiding your secret from me? I'm your like girlfriend. So there's a lot of things in here. I'm like, you're not the best superhero. You should make time for me. Like a whole bunch of other people can do your job. You're keeping the secret from me, lying to me. And I don't know why. Because from the outside looking in, you could at least tell me because I thought we were close, I thought we were building this relationship, but at the same time, you're also never there. It's like, I don't have a boyfriend. So all these things adding, uh, adding up, it makes sense that I'm like, I don't want to be with you right now. It, it's tiring, it's, it makes no sense to have you as my boyfriend. And I know that that may not change any of your minds, and I'm like, okay, but that should lessen why Amber came to that decision and also like come on like Margaret ain't the best she can do better <laughs> like, 
Uh, he's the best for us. Honestly, he's the best for us because he's a sweetheart and everything. And I feel like all the situations he does as a superhero makes you love him more. But honestly, Amber can never get to see those parts, at least now, because he never showed those parts to her. And now I want to get into how kind of the screenwriters did her dirty. I feel like why didn't they follow the same pathway as the original Amber Barnett? Because I know they want to make her different. They want to make her strong-willed, strong black woman arch uh, archetype in that sense. Um, but look at that. There is a stream of people who don't like her because she broke up with the main character the main protagonist protagonist and it kind of goes back into we're always seen as the villain or the minor villain or not to be listened to or our feelings are not heard or cared about because I feel like in a different sense it would have been like dude you, you you fumbled the bag right we haven't seen Amber Barnett in a light that gave us enough tools to sympathize with her, to understand like, hey, Mark Grayson, you fumbled the bag. I feel like if he did that to Adam Eve, we've learned enough about Adam Eve, like her troubled path with her parents, not listening to her, kind of emotionally abusive, maybe physically abusive, her trying to find her own place, her having a scum of a boyfriend, um, developing a friendship between Mark Grayson and um, Adam Eve. You can you can see that happening between them. Um, even her name, it's named after Eve, like Adam and Eve, like it's like almost a little unfair. Almost a little unfair. So I can clearly see that it was not going to work out and I'm a little upset that it kind of made it seem like she is a little minor antagonist for Mark Grayson because to me she doesn't deserve all the backlash from breaking up with him like he sucked (laughs) like he was a sucky boyfriend like there was no reason to stay with him and then even then I feel like ending it on that point where she doesn't have like a time to reconcile reconcile with him and any type of standpoint it's like really in one season now you're gonna give them a whole year to say stay mad at amber barnett because i would like to say to have uh redemption for amber barnett but not in the sense that they get back together i feel like it should be in the sense of her coming into her own because if they want amber barnett to be different this time and have a chance i really feel like she needs to be a little bit more different than that we need to know understand her backstory who how she became who she is and see her come into her own in a sense 
do I want her to have like this um, team kind of like how Spider-Man always has like um, MJ or Genki or his best friend with him someone like helping him behind the scenes um, sometimes he does it by himself and I feel like Mark Grayson has that time but I also believe since more and more people are knowing his identity around him that he should have like a group a team that help him make these decisions especially if we're going into the high school or college standpoint like come on I feel like he he should have a team and even if they don't have a team I feel like Amber Barnett should have a moment a few moments honestly because I feel like they did her dirty I feel like they made they didn't realize how much backlash she was gonna get and she got a lot no one likes Amber Barnett honestly and I'm just coming into lo loving her more now and understanding that she did the right thing it it would it would have been and also I, I want to bring up the point I think I forgot this point is that she's a high schooler like ain't nobody got time for that you, I'm supposed to be part of your world I'm supposed to be a priority at least in high school I think we all thought that at one point like oh she my girl oh he he my guy we're gonna be together we're gonna be in lunch together we're gonna be this but also because it's adult animation we can think but beyond that because most of us are adults watching this um not really it's gonna be probably 16 to 14 but <laughs> you never know um i feel like for amber barnett she should get her redemption arc in some type of way and it sucks i even had to say redemption because honestly she just broke up with Grayson. there's no other way around it it was a smart move by her, but the screenwriters did her grimy. She did not look good. It was not the way around it. I don't know. I just want to say, Amber Barnett, I want to get to know the animated you. I want to know who you are. I also don't want them to go down the route of the original Amber Barnett. They made their peace. They wanted her to be different. They broke up early. I remember one thing that Amber Barnett went through an abusive relationship in the comics when she got to college. I don't want a backstory like that. Honestly, I don't want her to be like she's hard and had to do this because of one of the decisions she made of coming into a relationship with this guy and they hurt her maybe she had a tough life maybe she had things in of that nature of things she can't change um but i don't want people to be like oh all because she shouldn't have gone into a relationship with him then or i don't want all those excuses coming into play for amber barnett if we go into the path of she had abusive relationship or she goes to have an abusive relationship in college i don't want none of those free sympathy points i don't want none of that you made your bed screenwriters of amber barnett being different and being a totally different character in the animation so you need to 
kind of understand who this Amber Barnett is. And I hope you guys have already done it. And if you haven't, you get to do it because I want to see more Amber Barnett in season two or even season three. If you ain't going to touch in season two and you need a little extra time, take your time. But you better come back with some flavor. I want to see her come back in clutch in some type of situation i don't care i don't care what it is i don't care how it happens but screenwriters y'all need to put in the work okay because how i see amber barnett is that she is trying to make place in herself in this world because yes she already had a character but it was completely different from the comics so you're starting from the ground up with her and that is the cost of this diversity that you try to that screen try uh writers try to make from taking an existing story and their characters and trying to add diversity in quotations to it if you do this and you put an mj spin on it you need to push it it worked for spider-man because the character was in dad honestly her her character is cool but we, you know if it was any other black woman or biracial i don't mean to offend you but i see zendaya as a black woman um who did this it was it was not gonna it was not gonna slide that much i feel like even the beginning we weren't like really michelle jones like really but it worked out because it's the mc universe it uh it works we made it work somehow and it's zendaya everyone loves zendaya they made a right choice for that but that's not gonna work all each and every time like i want to bring in the princess and the frog like y'all did a new orleans type of flavor to it and it worked i love it princess and the frog love you sis but also want to point out that she was a frog for 70 percent of the movie um and we're all mad about that too so <laughs> this is why i made iceberg in the future i just want to celebrate and have more voices and talk about um the bipoc community in any type of way of hey we need more representation and not only representation you need to really have just our stories and that's also why i don't like this ad adaptation and i know this is a sidebar but i also want y'all to understand this this adaptation of stories and making them into black and brown characters it can happen if it's done right but if it's not done right you need to put in the extra work and make original stories and i know in hollywood that's not going to happen for a little bit of a while but for the people who are finding these streams now um netflix hbo max all these new streams you have the chance of making these stories come alive and taking the stories from screenplays everywhere and seeing if it just works if it's a good story you can ha make it happen because you don't have to do the hollywood agenda where they're trying to keep their jobs and like gain traction because this is original comic original book this is original novel and it's already gained traction in some type of area so 
there will be an audience if it even if it's a sucky movie or show but honestly this day and age you can't play it safe by doing the same thing you're gonna be left behind and Hollywood just needs to understand it's time to take a few risks to make it big I don't know if they want to do that with animation yet but I'm hoping one day they are and I'm here for the long one a long one I know animation is seen in the United States by a lot of people as for children but more and more as we're pulling back the veil of that there's talent everywhere around the world not just in the United States and if we get past subtitles and we get past um, animation uh, is seen for cartoons you're gonna see a lot a lot of great stories a great talents behind them because there are some stories that I feel like animation is needed you can't put it in the box of this is it can only be people and you and that's the only way you're gonna listen animation is real and nice and I feel like you guys continue to look for for more animation continue to see what is next stories and I want to get back into kind of why I wanted to start this in the first place um, I went to a virtual DreamWorks um, conference and one of the sessions there was a woman who said she talked to an executive um, before not at DreamWorks <laughs> just trying to say that not at DreamWorks um, but she talked to an executive of someplace somewhere uh, who said I feel like we've already told all the stories that can be told and you can hear he's talking from an old person perspective and money perspective because that's why they have so many live actions and remakes that they're doing now of all the animated things coming into live actions. Like even Lion King to this day, I'm sorry, y'all y'all dropped the bag, fumbled it, y'all try to save it with Beyonce, but I'm sorry, no. And y'all always trying to get a black woman to save the day, but no, y'all need to stop and start making some new stories, honestly. And I love that this um, person that I met at the DreamWorks um, said that, no, I think it's far from it. And of course, she was a black woman. And I feel like it's far from it because the people who've been saying the story, telling the stories the most, I ain't going to try to sugarcoat it. It's white people. We've heard your stories multiple times and you've tried to tell the stories of others and I'm commending you guys that you're trying to get on that boat now and you try to say in the back but that was kind of stereotypical and we ain't gonna talk about it that much it's okay y'all level up y'all leveled up it's okay but there needs to be a chance where you hand the reins and let us make the decisions and the executive decisions that's why we need the voice actors, the creators, the screenwriters, everyone to be on board of this because these stories need to be told authentically and you need to understand that our stories can be heard, 
they can be enjoyed by everyone and if you're wondering oh it's not gonna be mainstream it will be mainstream black people have always been the trend always started the trend we've always done it all and everyone helps us to keep on going afterwards and that's not just black people the whole BIPOC community indigenous to people of color it does not matter it's happening japan has shown us with anime that it can happen to everyone it just needs to be a good story and it just needs to be told authentically and it just needs to be done well so honestly this is the start and i'm happy i'm excited because i have a few more weeks and everyone is gonna hear about it and i'm so thankful for y'all going on this journey with me and i'm thankful that y'all listen to my little rant <laughs> and i'm just excited to do this um next time is gonna be called uh be with encanto with i'm gonna talk mainly about abuela abuela ma'am i got a problem with you too but i love you matriarch peace i'm gonna save that for next time thank you guys for listening with being with me and taking this journey with me you know thank you for being part of the iceberg hit me up talk to me love y'all and i am your host mac morgan peace